we're on. Okay. I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsor, Draft.com. Fantasy sports fans, listen up. Did you know that your chances of winning on Draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites? That's why you need to try Draft. Dylan's been doing it. He's won like $19. (laughs) No no more getting crushed by the pros. I'm rich. More than 1 million people have downloaded Draft. Are you one of them? Play in a real live NBA draft right now. You can be done in under five minutes, and you get paid out the next day. Drafts are filling every second, so go join one now. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft. So if you're a new player, you get to play for free. Your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code BLJAM. That's right. You can play in a real money draft for free. You can win money for free because of us. Mm-hmm. Go to draft.com and type in the promo code BLJAM. BLJAM. All right. You're it welcome get, for that, It gets too. even better, Dylan. Oh, shit. Let's get it, then. Draft is so sure you'll love it. They're offering satellite radio listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Huh. So just search in your app store or go to draft.com and come play right now for free. Free ninety nine. That's zero zero dollars zero cents. <laughs> you can win money for free. All you gotta do is use the promo code. B L J. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, nah, but definitely do that. You yep. can't. You actually can win money if you know your shit. But don't play if you don't know your shit because you'll lose money. Draft Michael Beasley and Chris Dunn. I I draft Michael Beasley often. Yep. Especially the past couple weeks. Get them. Um, also want to give a shout out to our other sponsor, Five Star Vintage. Um, it's an online thrift store providing quality items for great prices. If you enjoy designer clothes or even one-off sports gear, Five Star Vintage is the place for you. Shop today at fivestarvintage.com. That's the number five, S-T-A-R-V-I-N-T-A-G-E dot com. Also, we have a discount code for it's Five Star Vintage. It's way better than Four Star Vintage. Dude, it's at least one star better than four star vintage. Um, discount code for <laughs> to shop with is just jam J A M. You'll receive fifteen percent off your entire order, no matter how much you spend. Uh, they got the fly shit. Go they on my do. Instagram. They got any, the vintage sports gear. Any photo I take, ninety percent of them, I'm wearing five star. I vintage. like how you turn their ad into your ad. Hey, <laughs> we all gotta eat here, boys. What you gotta do is go on my Instagram. <laughs> Like the latest three photos. Yeah, just, you know, slide my DMs. Put in the code BLJAM. <laughs> All right, let's get to the show. This is our 10th episode. Let's get it. What do you want? I think this should be called Know Your Worth. Know Your Worth. Let's do it. Bang. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Out of Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. This is episode 10. Episode 10. We're in double digits, boys. Let's go. This is our last show of 2017. So sad, but so exciting at the same time. 
reunited and it feels so good. <laughs> um, can't believe we've done 10 episodes. I can. That means we've been doing this for two months because we do one a week. Yep. Salad. Yeah, almost three months, right? Yeah, it's good. So um, we want to, <coughs> I would just first want to thank everybody who's been listening. Totally. Um, we really appreciate it. And if you have a minute, uh, go on to iTunes or you're already there listening via iTunes. And if you can just give the podcast a rating mm-hmm. or even if you're really feeling spicy, a review, a comment, a little, a little something it really helps with us. Tell us we're charming. Cause it makes the podcast more visible on iTunes. Exactly. So all the, you know, um, it helps. So anyhow, um, let's get right to it. Uh, the baseline jam. We are an NBA podcast, and we are two guys who make music. And last you night, don't say. Last <laughs> night, well, just in case this is a first time listener, I feel you. Um, how are you? I'm great, man. Yeah, I'm like. You I'm, crushed that coffee after being a hater. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't give a fuck about Starbucks, man. I'm gonna just tell you right now. <laughs> All right. Like you, like I said, in Starbucks with no remorse. I've been working on a Dunkin' Donuts sponsorship my whole life. Yeah. And I don't that. plan on stopping. So you we know. didn't have a choice because, you know, the local coffee shop was closed because yeah. it's New Year's Eve. Is it New Year's Eve? Tomorrow's New Year's Eve. It's yeah, not, so we're see, recording why are they closed? Saturday, December 30th because tomorrow's New Year's Eve. So everyone be safe. I know Uber is going to be nine times more so expensive that means this than is usual, gonna but come don't out. drive. That means this is going to come out on New Year's Day because that's Monday, right? Do you hear those dogs? These dogs are unreal. That's fucking ridiculous. Will yeah. that show up on this one? I don't know. Who cares? Okay, so um, yeah, we're here at the local <laughs> animal shelter doing the podcast. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. All right, anyhow. So this is going to come out on New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day. Yeah. So Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year's, everybody. Um, But yeah, I'm good. I just, good. I'm like, you know, I was trying to stay in work mode for the holidays, but it didn't work because nah, no one chill. else is. Yeah, he's got show. And I couldn't like talk you to anyone. Work, but you you know work on your music. Yeah, yeah I've been in the studio a little bit, but as far as doing business, ain't nobody really. Trying I know. To it's everybody sucks. done. Um, last night, <sighs> I'm gonna go off right now. Go off, please. Start it up. Let's fire. Last it up. night, the Bucks played the Thunder. Milwaukee Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks. Oklahoma City Thunder. Great game. Russell Westbrook hits a three mm-hmm. to tie the game. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee calls a timeout. Also, earlier in the game, Jason, he dunked on Fawn Maker's oh, entire career. Brogdon also yammed it on Westbrook. I saw that. And stared at him. So anyway, sorry. Didn't mean to drop no, the no, timeline. No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. They draw up a play. Who's it going to? It's going to Giannis. Giannis. The I Greek hear, freak. I hear that. Giannis gets the ball. On the baseline. The baseline make, jam. Makes one move. Gets past the defender, which I think was Josh Hustis. Mm-hmm. On the baseline. Comes back and yams it with like two, uh, one second left. Baseline jam. Literally. I have watched the NBA now religiously all season long. Mm-hmm. My NBA resolution was that officiating needed to get better. Mm -hmm. I have watched so many fucking pointless (laughs) replays 
this year. Yeah. Over nonsense. Yeah. Calls that were obvious that from are the extremely beginning. clear, and then they review it for three entire minutes, and it's like, hey, wasting my time. Yep. Taking away the fun of the end of a game. Mm-hmm. The one time that it was necessary, they didn't it didn't it. happen. Yeah. So I'm just at a point now where I'm just so confused with the NBA and like what they're trying to accomplish. With first off, the officiating in the NBA sucks. Totally. It's got to get better. Did you see that Rockets Celtics game? I did. did bro, that shit was crazy. <laughs> That shit is so crazy. I I didn't watch the game because I was I had the League Pass app up and it was the second quarter. And the Celtics were losing by like twenty seven. Crazy. So I was like, these guys are getting slapped. I'm not watching this. I'm gonna sure. I'm gonna record instead. Yep. Whatever. Then I was like, I my group chat was popping. Popping. Everyone's like, yo, crazy. Can't crazy believe game. Harden's a fucking idiot. All this shit. Crazy game. I'm just like, yo, what happened? So I went back and watched the replay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I missed a hell of a ending. But, yeah, those two offensive fouls <laughs> within, like, seven milliseconds, pretty absurd. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, and then last night, it's like. The first one I get. Yeah. The second one. Crazy. It's just like, it probably wasn't a foul. But it's like, don't make that call. Don't let that how. Don't let that be how the game concludes. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly. They already fucking came back by a million points. You got the offensive foul. Horford gets the finish. They go up. And then you got to at least let the Rockets have a, have ch- a chance to get a shot a up or get a possession at least. You know? Absolutely. Like, no, come on. And then No one wants know, to watch that. No one wants to watch that. And yeah. then last night, there's no way. I, I saw – so after – the Giannis scored. The one issue was the Thunder did not have a timeout. Mm-hmm. But dudes were like, like I saw Billy Donovan like trying to get him to review it, yeah. trying to get him to review yeah. it. And I guess because there's no timeout there, that they can't review it because the ball didn't stop, so they just had to inbound it. So like, and threw it up. Yeah. Cause oh, because they would essentially get a free timeout. Right. So I don't know. Mm. If that was the case, and if that's the yo, I mean, it's just like if you're gonna have replay, Van Gundy's talking about it all the time. Every time, it's every game, a bit much. Yeah, he needs to relax. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's time for Van Gundy to start coaching. Again. He's needed to relax for years. Yeah, but he needs to coach now because he's just getting. Although, good luck coaching after he makes fun of all those refs all the time. I know, right? He's not gonna get he's a call get forever. Shit. Totally. But you know, if you're gonna have replay, it should actually cover all the bases there. Otherwise, all or none, please. And, and the split secondy replay, fuck off. Yeah. You could see Giannis stepping out of bounds in real time. Yeah. I was watching that shit on my phone in the studio, and I'm like, this dude stepped out of bounds. Yeah, they're not gonna review it. And then Russ chucks the full court, and Melo is just standing there at half court <laughs> with his hands, just like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Review that. The dude stepped out. The dude stepped out. And they're talking about it, and then they're like, no, this game's over. And I'm just like, wow. And if I was a Thunder fan, hey I would be fucking pissed. Yeah. It's like you can go and replay all this nonsense, and then a dude steps out of bounds, and you're going to call it a basket? Yeah. It's like, what's the point? And I saw some people arguing about it like, 
oh, it's just one regular season game. It's not big nah, a deal. Nah, fuck that shit, yeah. man. Because every if I mean, if that's the case, right. don't don't I even get refs. I lose a pickup game, let alone that a regular ass. season game. If that's the case, just don't just don't ref. They're all just one game. Fuck that's it. it. You know? Don't then even the play. whole season. No one knows who even cares. Yeah, no, yeah, that's a stupid argument. Take up crocheting. <laughs> It's only one regular season game. Yeah. But when it comes down to home court advantage or a playoff spot, that one game, game can matters. make a big difference. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we'll just play one game. Especially because those are two teams that are definitely in the playoff mix. No like, doubt. For sure. You know. So they're playing a lot better. That could be the difference between a four and five seed or whatever. You know. What are your thoughts on the four. Thunder so far? Now that they're back, what I do mean, you they're they look a lot better for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, are they on a winning streak right now? I know they like well, they had lost, a week. They lost to Milwaukee, but they had one oh, like, nine I mean, out of before 12. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, they look a little bit more comfortable. I think Russ has just figured out that he just needs to go and just say, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. Yep. And and they're listening to my advice, too, not to say that I'm right all the time, but the idea that Melo was like, it was like a three-piece band here, and Mm -hmm. then, like, Melo was, like, of the same ilk as Russ and PG. Like, that shit's over. Mm -hmm. He's he's, um, trailing now on a fast break and and just being threes. Which yeah. is perfect role. Yeah. That's kind of the Olympic mellow we talk about because he's totally. a really great spot up shooter. Mm-hmm. And then Paul George is just getting the uh, defense. You know, like when you they play the Rockets, they can throw Robertson and then PG at Harden. Yeah, and th- I, you know, that's pretty damn good. Harden's still getting forty though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he has the ball in his hands the whole time. He's so fucking so, good. So yeah, he really is insanely good. Offensively, he's just there's nothing you can do. It's so fun. It's just like it's 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 bone crushing. It's it's heartbreaking trying to stop him. Yeah, because because you play perfect defense and he'll splash your shit right in his face. Hit a three, some funky ass layup, get the free throws. Yeah. He'll go to the line 20 times. Yeah. It just drive you nuts. He's by you, and then he kicks to the 12 shooters in the corner. You know like, what I mean? Oh, okay. It's just crazy. But for the Thunder, you're right. Russ just saying, fuck it. Yeah. He's back to last year, Russ. This is my squad. Just go to the rack, man. That's it. And you know what? And it works. Because yeah. Paul George has never been a hop on my back, I'm the guy kind right. of guy. Right, He's been the best player on a good team, but he's never been – the alpha. Mm-hmm. Russ is the alpha. Yeah. Order has been restored. I see them ripping off 50 wins and being fine. Yeah. Everyone's going to be fine. I think it just comes down to whether they can figure out on defense. Then they can They're really, good They can really, but like consistently, I mean, yeah. like in a series, if they have to play, you know, Houston or San Antonio, I like they can win. They can win. The, my problem with them is, I like defensively, I think that's their strongest trait. I think... Because they have Roberson and they have Paul George, who are both great defenders. Steven Adams, good post defender. If Roberson's Strong not a great defender, he's an he's, he's probably on this podcast. Fucking us. yeah, <laughs> he's an architect because yeah, that no dude bullshit. is building houses with bricks. It's for real. I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, that's dude, unreal. That dude airballs fucking free throws all the time. Like, it's bad. yo. My seven-year-old hits free throws, dog. What are we doing out here, dog? It's crazy. Get your. Dude has no offensive ability idea, like of what's ha- like. He's just like. So think about how good he is defensively that he's able to do. That's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's remarkable. Great defender, Stephen Adams. And what they're doing now too is they're utilizing him uh, by doing uh, pick and rolls and screen and rolls with Roberson and Westbrook. Mm. So they're like not just sticking him in the corner, 
they're kind of keeping him active. Because, I mean, maybe he can just, you know, kind of create some space. Yeah. With screens. I mean, he can make layups. He's not Yeah, like and an he can idiot. dunk. Yeah. So, and he can pass a little bit if he needs to, but obviously everyone's going to go <laughs> under everything. But we'll, we'll see. But defensively, I think they're really good. I just don't think they have enough depth. Mm. Their bench is lame. Yeah, I mean, they have Grant. Mm-hmm. Who's been good? Abrinas. He can Who's, shoot, but yeah, Abrin- I, he's not even playing that much. Raymond Felton, right? Yeah, Ray Felton's their backup point guard. He's serviceable. Who's the big guys that come in? Jeremy Grant's been playing backup center. That's weird. Yeah, and they have Pat Patterson. Oh, that's right. But he's been hurt. Right. He, I mean, he got hurt last year, and he hasn't. He hasn't been all the way. Yeah. They need him to get back healthy, and I think that would really help. Yeah. Because he's been kind of like. Because he can shoot too. He can shoot. Yeah. And he can defend and rebound, but it, he hasn't been his normal self. Yeah. So I feel like they, m- I think they're going to need one more rotation piece if they want to make we'll a We'll see. I, th- I think they'll be fine Tom, come playoff time. Yeah. They'll be one of the. But I would, if I was pressed, I'd go f- get a bench guy. If they're not a top four seed, they'll be like one of the top four, like dangerous teams at that time in the West. And this is, I mean, that's what we expected. Yeah. I mean, this this slow start was kind of crazy. I mean, they got so much firepower. It's like, how do you not figure it out? I mean, r- yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, Russ next to Paul George. Got three, like, elite scorers. I mean, Russ and Paul George off the bat, That's it. those are two fucking nuts. really fucking talented players. Yeah. And then, you know, Melo can still score. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just got to put him in the right spots. I mean, I heard this the other day. You know, the rumor is out there is Billy Donovan has an open invitation to Melo to come off the bench hmm. and just be, hey, go score your 20 points off the bench. You can shoot as much as you want because they just simply don't have any bench firepower. Right. Now, Donovan was never a stagger minutes guy, but yeah. now he's kind of doing it. I mean, it makes sense, too. I don't understand coaches who don't, but yeah, um, yeah, Mello, off the, but uh, Mello just is too prideful. Yeah. Do it. I feel like that would make sense, though. It would make a lot of sense. Because then the floor kind of – not the floor, but the the options are more limited in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So that means Russ and Paul George are just going to cook. They don't sure. have to worry about getting this guy shots. Getting this yeah. And then Melo can just come in and do whatever the fuck he wants. Melo's shot attempts have gone down, but he's he's playing well in yeah. this role. Yeah. It's a good role for him. Let's switch it up here. Uh, yep, let's do it. Should we get into the rundown? I have just a quick Yeah, go for it. Something. Yep. Um, I just want to talk about how overly impressive – Kevin Durant is on defense. Oh my God, he's he can win Defensive Player of the Year. I would vote for him, bro. I've never, I didn't even know that he knows how to do this. It's insane. Obviously, he has the the frame to be a good shot blocker and like the speed, all that. But he's never brought that out ever. Whether it was by choice or maybe he has to because he's kind of playing center a lot mm-hmm. on the Warriors. Um, but I've watched them a few games in the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. and he's just like locking everyone the fuck down. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. With him and Draymond, good mm-hmm. luck. I mean, like, don't go anywhere. Like, they're it's the crazy. Best, they're the best team. Uh, they have the best offensive rating and best defensive rating in the league. It's, it's not it's bad. Really, it's really kind of remarkable. Yo, Durant's defense defensively this year. I mean, am I, am I the only one that's surprised by this, or? Because I feel like people are just like, yeah, he's Kevin always Durant. been, yeah. I think he's, he's averaging like over two underrated blocks. Underrated how ridiculously good he is. I know it's crazy. Probably, you know, there's a lot of star power in that team. He didn't do himself any favors publicly. 
Right. I don't think you know our kids aren't really like clamoring for fucking. KD and he still hasn't got a haircut yet, so it doesn't help his, his hair case. Is his the hair game is <laughs> whack. But defensively, the guy is averaging three blocks a game. Is it three? Yeah. That's what Dude. I'm saying, bro. Like what? Look, you watch that? Th- you watch that Christmas game? Yes. He put, yo. There was many a times. Look, he fouled LeBron at the end. Totally. Another officiating. Totally. Just. But just, I, I that shit made me mad because that that's gonna get chalked up as LeBron being a baby again. Totally. And it's like, dude, he got fouled. He, he what got do you, fouled. What do you want? He got fouled like three times. Yeah. So just whatever. Call, but anyway. But but regardless, KD was He stopped LeBron. Yeah. A few times. A few times, yeah. Especially like when LeBron was using the old school I'm just gonna yeah. physically yeah. <laughs> throw you out of the way and get a layup right now. And no one's ever been able to stop it. And then K D did and I was like, Hold on. Is LeBron slowing down or is KD leveling up? Yeah. And uh, if you look at the numbers, LeBron is not, not slowing down. <laughs> I, was say, I don't think it's the first one. Exactly. So you, Shout out to LeBron. It's his birthday today, too. 33. That's great. It's crazy. Uh, K- KD's defense, like, another level this year. Yeah. I'm I just want to make sure I didn't go. Because homie is seven feet tall and athletic and, and fast and, and incredibly everything. gifted basketball player. And he's smart. But how good he is is pretty surprising. Yeah, he, definitely. I, he. I just wanted to make sure I didn't he go definitely unnoticed. Should be defensive player of the year. I agree. If the vote was today, I anybody else, I would be surprised. It's crazy because the defensive player of the year is averaging what twenty six, twenty seven points a game. He can score four <laughs> if he wanted to. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's what's really crazy. All right, so let's get into our first segment called Reddit Rundown. If you're unfamiliar, we go on the NBA subreddit, which now has over cl- close to a million subscribers, Jeez. and um, we read some of the top posts of the day, which gives us a kind of current view of what is going on in the NBA. I usually do like top five for five, top five top but five. I try and skip around the highlights because nobody can watch that. So here's the first one. Uh this is a tweet from Casey Johnson, who is a Chicago Tribune beat writer forever. It's my boy. Yeah, Casey. Sun- I have no idea who that is. Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't think that's the same person. No, it isn't. It's not. Uh, okay, so the Warriors' late loss to the Hornets means that the Bulls, who were a fucking utter abomination only a month ago... <laughs> At 10-2, and two, own the best record in the NBA since December 8th. Oh, there's one of our fucking... See, that's uncla- that. Uncloudy days? That's that fuck shit, man. When, who when, cares? When Laurie Markkinen eats porridge? Hey, guys, the Bulls still suck. Let me just tell you. No, but look. All right, besides the fact that the December 8th thing, which is just... Like, what an arbitrary date. Yeah. It's like, since December 11th, I have... The most cheeseburgers in the nation. Like, it's like all yeah, back. Okay. <laughs> um, they're ten and two in their last twelve. Yeah, that's good, but it doesn't mean anything. They're not going to make the playoffs. No, but you know what? You got to give credit where credit is due. We can't sit here and only talk about the Warriors and Kevin Durant. Well, here, all right, I guess you're right. <laughs> but here's the thing: it's getting all right. It's almost halfway through. I watched. It's almost halfway the, through the, the season. Next the other day on the road, and I got to tell you. I was real tight afterwards. Yeah, that shit you should be. Fuck off. No one should lose to the Bulls. <laughs> when you, Yo, Lori Markkinen blocked Porzingis twice. I didn't see that. That's not good. Um, 
If you see the Bulls on your schedule and you're literally anyone, you're gonna be like, "Yes, that's a dub. We got this one. This is a dub. Good, you know? Yeah. Put on cruise control. I thought play some the little Knicks defense. were winning the whole good. game and they blew it at the end. I was so mad. I'm like, how do you? It was on the road. But Chris like, Dunn's playing really well though. He is. He's a good uh, fantasy pickup. He gets um, some steals, some yeah, assists. He's he's a good he's pick a good. him up on draft. Totally. Wink, wink. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Marketing um, is good. Marketing's good. He has. Uh, so I've watched him twice now. He has very. First off, he's stronger than people gave him credit for. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely more athletic than people gave him credit mm-hmm. for. He moves laterally pretty mm-hmm. good. And obviously he can shoot. Um, he, he's pretty good. He went to Porzingis for a while. Was How old of, is he? Probably like 21, 22. He looks like he's 13 in he his does. face. He does. He, he's, he's he's a big dude. Look, there was, a, there was a little moment where like in the game where Porzingis, was, he's 20. Yeah. Um, and he had 32 last night. Sheesh. Uh, he might be ju- he might be juiced up after that performance with uh, against Porzingis because KP, yeah. KP was bitching around for a bit, <laughs> just kind of using his size and, and just you know get, being physical for KP especially. Mm-hmm. And then uh, at the end of the game, he blocked him on two fade on two turnaround fadeaways. Damn. Yeah, and then he ended up. Uh, KP like flopped on a rebound. KP flops a lot, and Laurie ran the floor and got the dunk to uh to tie the game. And then he got a steal on like the next play, and for them to get the lead, he didn't mm. get the layup. Uh, the other dude, Nuaba, got fouled. But I'm like, this guy is making plays. Yeah, like steals off of like you know passes. First team all rookie. Good, he's good, man. First I don't know about all first rookie. team all rookie with this class. Yeah, it's got it's pretty intense. Yeah, but I was impressed. Mm. I really was, man. He's a baller. He's yeah, a real player. Both still suck. They still suck, but they got another you know. big time lottery pick. And yo, marketing is good because yo, it's fucking hard to draft. Look, last year's draft dudes are really good, but yeah. like when I think about all these drafts, and now me and my homies, all we're talking about is like. Frank Nielakina, Dennis Smith, and Donovan Mitchell, and mm-hmm. like, like hopefully Nielakina is good. But like, you think about how much of a you know a roll of the dice the draft is. Like the, yeah. the Knicks getting Porzingis that year, we could have ended up drafting Mario Hez Jonah right now. Totally, yeah. And we would have been fucking up streak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like. You geez. know what I mean? We Where were one pick away from Mario Hez Jonah. Yeah. We would, uh, yeah. So the Bulls did good. Yeah. Congrats to the Bulls. Truly. No bullshit. Maybe they'll <laughs> maybe they'll get uh your boy Trey whatever from Oklahoma. Well yeah, they're Trey Young. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they'll get him next year. Zach Levine still coming back. Oh shit, I forgot. Yeah. Zach Levine's a hooper, I don't care. He's a hooper. He's a hooper. It's gonna be really interesting to see when he gets back. All right. Next. Next up. Duran excuse me, Duran. Demar Derozan liked a <laughs> Instagram post by the account <laughs> NBA Memes. The f- it's a post of a f- it's a photo. It says NBA refs this season, and it is a blind is a guy in a ref <laughs> suit with blind goggles on and a walker. And De- <laughs> Demar liked the photo. <laughs> cool. 
<laughs> I mean, I like it too. That's funny. Uh, NBA officiating this season really has been shitty. They got to do better. Yeah. Definitely. How? What? What? What has to change? More accountability? Because something just has to give. I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm not going to pretend to know the answer to that question. Yo, the Raptors were the one seed, by the way, in the East for like the hottest minute ever. Yeah. They're now two two and a half back of the Celtics. Mm -hmm. What was that? One day? What did the Celtics win? Three games in a day? Yeah. (laughs) Well, the Celtics have played more games than everyone. Yeah. They played 39. Yeah. Dude, almost at midway. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. The Raptors have only played 34. Right. Same amount of losses though, twenty nine ten for Boston, twenty four and ten for Toronto. Yeah, Toronto's good. I, I, they're just so boring to me. I don't know. I can't. I can't watch them ever. And a just, lot of discussion has been about their new their new system. They're moving the ball. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't watch them. <sighs> they're definitely. I know DeRozan moving. still can't shoot, mm-hmm. but he can get to the rack at any moment and hit mid range jumpers all day. Yeah. And I know Kyle Lowry. What are your thoughts? Is on still the, the most boring jumper? point guard ever. Your thoughts on the mid-range jumper? A lot of debating on the mid-range jumper right now. Because I'm watching Porzingis, and that dude's living off the poor mid-range jumper, and I don't know if I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's the least. It's the it's the most it's the least efficient shot when you're looking at you know all the bullshit like analytics of. You know, three or key. Like you want either layups, something to paint, or you want the three. Because shooting a mid-range jumper is only worth two, but it has a lower percentage as opposed to something in the paint, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I get that. But it also opens the floor up if you can hit it because then people aren't going to come all the way out on you. So, like, if you have the ability to do, like, a one-dribble pull-up from catching it, behind the arc, mm-hmm. then, I don't know, I feel like it makes it harder for defenses because they can just, like, wait in the paint or come out on, or, like, guard the line, right? Exactly. So, I mean, obviously it works. It's just, it, it, I think it depends who you are. Like, if you're DeMar DeRozan, you need it. Yep. Because you can't, you don't have that range. But, some, I don't know, it's, I think it really depends. Yeah, it, it, it's, the shot's going to be there. I think if, however you can score efficiently, do it. You know, mm-hmm. that's just like. What did you think about math. Um, the Barkley Shack? Them doing the game and like <laughs> what, like what they're talking it. about. I loved it because they, 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 they were like straight old heads. Bro, they weren't even talking about the game. No, but when they were, <laughs> they were just like everybody's fucking shooting three pointers. Yeah, but not everybody could shoot three pointers. Yeah, like if you're the Warriors. Yeah, shoot, shoot three pointers. Rockets. You got yeah. some of the best three point shooters ever. Yeah. So go shoot. But then, like, if you're the fucking Lakers, the Nets, yeah, and you shoot fifty threes a game, and your man's Rondé, how you know everyone's just putting them up. Not uh, who's the dude on the Nets who was Quincy Ac? He was just throwing them, and you're just like, what the fuck's going on right now? Yeah. You're watching a Timberwolves game and fucking Gordy Dang is shooting threes, dude. Right. And you hit one. You're like, oh, him too? Yeah. It's crazy. But like, yeah, I'm watching Porzingis, and he's kind of slumping right now. And mm-hmm. I th- it's, a, it's a few things, I think. They don't, Knicks don't really have a point guard. 
for missing Timmy Hardaway. But he's like, it's so, he's not making a ton of shots here. They're all really hard because it's like a start back to the basket, fading away mid-range, and I'm just like, this is really inefficient right now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The mid-range game, the shot could be there, though. Like, if everyone's guarding a three-point line, you got to shoot the, the mid-range. Yeah. That's what I said. I think it depends on the play. It depends on the player. It depends on the the system. DeMar DeRozan eats off the mid-range. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of guys. Like, Melo, too. Like, Kobe always did. A lot of guys did. So, it's like, I don't know. True. Um, all right, fam. Next one. Um, LeBron talks about how difficult it was to sneak into clubs as an NBA rookie because everyone knew his real age. Asked what a about, rough life. Asked about having a fake ID. Open quote. Nah, I ain't never had one of those. I wish. Who was that going to be? Shit. Use my dad's card? Ha. Funny. <laughs> LeBron. This is the most irrelevant shit I ever heard. LeBron candid, to say the least. Okay. All right. Okay. <clears throat> if Would you, you like? If yeah, you own ahead. a club and LeBron James pulls up and you don't let him in, you're a fucking idiot. That what? Let me see ID. Like, yo, just take a photo. Yo, who even asked LeBron that? That's the dumbest thing I've ever. That's heard. what I'm saying. LeBron's been famous since he was like 16. That motherfucker was. Bro, I've been with friends that aren't nearly as important, and we get into clubs when we're underage. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you didn't even have to go with LeBron. It's like, how is LeBron not getting in? The fuck out of here. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what? Also, why do you need to go do to a club? Do you need a fake ID? LeBron James? <laughs> what, Your name what bouncer would be like, uh, yep, this you are totally Joel Schumacher. Yeah, I only see you on TV every three yeah. seconds. You're definitely not LeBron James. <laughs> You're definitely David Oswego. Oh, another 6'9", 230-pound <laughs> dude? Yeah. yeah. You totally look like that guy LeBron James is in the That's NBA. stupid. <laughs> also, why are you going to the club? LeBron definitely was not going to the club. That's what I'm saying. Who cares? A lot of guys. Michael Beasley was at the club. Right. LeBron. And that's LeBron, why Michael Beasley's Michael Beasley and LeBron's LeBron. Part of it. But they got the same amount of talent according yeah, to Michael sure. Beasley. Sure. He's been playing well though. He has. He has. He he's 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 got a role in, on the Knicks. Come off the bench and shoot. Jack. Because ain't nobody else gonna do it. Yeah. Ron Baker ain't gonna do it. Ron Baker. I don't know what year he's in. Ron Baker. He looks, looks and like, plays like it's 1977. I I try to like Ron Baker, but literally for every one good thing he does, there's like three things he fucks up. <laughs> so it's just like he's bad. Yo, and I'm I sorry. always talk shit about Ron Baker, so now I watch the games with RJ, and RJ is just like, "Oh, Ron Baker's just gonna ruin it." <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's bad if a if a kid, a I'm child, like, is like, "Yo, get I'm the like, ball out of this yeah, dude's like, hands." He just shouldn't even be in the game. I'm like, take it easy on Ron Baker. Ah, oh, dead ass. He's right. Um, RJ's learning early. Get Ron Bake the fuck out of the game. Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> it's a bad job. We need Timmy Hardaway back. Not to keep talking about the next. All right, let's go over. This will be the last post because this is going to be a minute. Cool. It's the average age of every NBA team. Mm. This is interesting. <laughs> what I really found interesting is who the youngest team is. You want to guess? Yes, I do. It is... <laughs> No, I don't. <laughs> Imagine you want to guess? Nah, nah, nope. I don't. Nah, End, of the, end the podcast now. Yeah, we're done. Um, 
I guess the Celtics. Close. The Celtics came in with the fifth youngest team. Or Suns. They're the second youngest team. Damn. Who's younger than them? I I wouldn't have guessed this. Who is it? The Blazers. Really? Yeah, so there's actually a three-way tie. So mm. now that I'm looking at the numbers, so stop being a fuck-up, Rich. Um, <laughs> at 24.9 years old. Damn. The Blazers, the Suns, and the Lakers are tied for the youngest team. Oh, yeah, the Lakers the are really young, too. And the Bulls are 25. Celtics, 25.1. This is average years. Yeah, yeah. And then Nets, Sixers, Raptors. Well, I don't know why I didn't think of the Sixers. <coughs> Nuggets, Magic, Hornets, Pistons. And then, yeah. Who's the oldest team? Who do you think? Spurs? Nope. They're second oldest. I don't know. Cavs? Yep. Yeah. By two years. Damn. The average age on the Cavs is 30. Wow. And the second oldest team in the league is the Spurs at 28.9. Huh. The third oldest team in the NBA is the Warriors at 28.8. That says something. Yeah, well, you know, like a few of these teams just have – they have young guys, but if you have a guy who's like 40, like Pau Gasol's getting up there. Yeah, that's going to bring your average up a lot. Yeah, it is. Also, Um, like the Cavs, like their two best players are 30, over 30. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like – they're old, and then also you—they don't have any young guys. You got Jeff Green, Corver. There's not a there's all these not guys a are young guy thirty plus on that team. I mean, they're playing. Uh, Osmond, yeah, there really but isn't. They have Osmond, but like the Spurs, they have Deontay Murray. Murray, and uh, they're playing slow mo now. He's pretty good, Kyle oh, yeah. Anderson. Yep, and even that dude, um, what's his name again? Forbes. He's oh yeah, kind of playing. Yeah. And then, obviously, the Warriors are trying to play. They're playing Jordan Bell a lot. Pat yep, McCall, McCall. McCall. Oh, I don't think it's good. Yeah, he's not good. Um, Looney. Jordan Bell's good. Jordan Bell's good. He's, like, exactly what they need. Uh, Looney, they play. Yep. Rockets are fourth. So, you're noticing a trend. Like, pretty Those much are all the four, best teams. Four best teams. Minus Boston. Yeah. And then the Mavs are old. The Knicks are at tw- – Average kind of like more older than younger. They're twenty seven, but that's because they just have a few old guys. I was watching the Lakers, and I noticed like their best lineup Mm -hmm. when they're on the court, like crunch time, fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Everyone on the court is younger than me. Let me take a guess. And I was like, "Wow!" Can I take a guess what that lineup is? Sure. Ball. Yep. KCP. Yep. Kuzma. Yep. Ingram. Yep. Randall. Yep. Yeah. All younger than me. I can't Which stand is KCP's game. You well, got to get that dude off the Lakers. Wow, that's my man's. He's on house arrest. He is a is he? <laughs> Not house arrest, but you didn't see that? No. So, he can't play in away games right now. Because he's like quote unquote incarcerated because of a DUI from last year. Oh. So he can't travel out of California. Got it. Which is fucking absurd. His game is absurd. He is like the most irrational confidence player out. He's, uh, you could say that. He has his moments though, and you're like, hey, this dude can ball. But there's yeah. so many times I've been watching the Lakers where I'm like, you don't need to take that shot, homie. Yeah. You are not even the third best player. On I the think team. he feels 
Because although he's young, he's 24. But, yes. like, on the Lakers, that's, like, one of the old No, dudes. I get it. You know what I mean? So he's like, all right, I got to put this on my back a little bit. But they and gave he, him a one-year deal. 17 mil. They ain't re-signing him. Probably not. Zero chance. I'm cool with it. But I think he, like you said, he's had his moments. He's helped us. Like, he's. Who's the best player in the Lakers? Ingram. Not Kuzma. No, not yet. Interesting. Maybe. Because Shaq and Barkley were arguing about it, and I have had this debate with Lakers fans I play basketball with. Because dudes really love Kuzma. And I, I like, love Kuzma. I love Kuzma, too, yeah. Offensively, he's incredible. I, I just I th- think Ingram is better. I think he's streaky. So, like, when he's mm-hmm. good, he's getting fucking 35 and 12. Which is crazy. But Ingram is getting 18 to 22 every night. I think Ingram has way more potential. Yeah. Especially he, as a two-way player. And he's super long. Yeah, he plays D, like. But, and, and Kuzma, Ingram's still younger than Kuzma. Even though Kuzma's a rookie. I know. Because Kuzma's 23. Ingram's like 22, I think. No, I know. So they're both. I mean, I like where the Lakers are because they're so young. All their, all their, like I said, their best lineup, 24 and younger. Do you think Kuzma's like a 20 points per game score? Maybe. Like in the league? Maybe. Maybe. I really think so. The one thing I like about him, he has like supreme confidence, not in like an irrational way. Yeah. But no, sure. when he gets the ball, he's like. I don't care who's in front of me. I can score right now. I can score on them. He's got And moves. that's like what Lonzo doesn't have at all. I was listening. So that's the difference. For sure. I was listening to um, the NBA He doesn't pod. think. Kuzma doesn't think. He moves. He just hoops. Which is great. Yeah. I was listening to the uh, NBA podcast on the, on the ringer, and it was Kevin O'Connor and Bill Simmons. And uh, Kevin O'Connor brought up a really interesting point about Kuzma and Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Where they both said something along the lines of, oh, "Why am I better now?" It's like because I don't have to take five classes and yeah. be a full time athlete. That is like I'm just focused on hoops, and those dudes are just work their ass off. Like mm-hmm. I didn't watch Kuzma at all in college. Neither. Didn't even know who that was. Supposedly he's transformed his game. Uh-huh, you know, all that's uh, that's what I've like a few levels up. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell, too. Like, I saw him at Louisville a little bit. And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, I, I thought he was like, you know, a role player. It's the same thing with he's him, though. He's a star. Like, he doesn't think. He's he just, an animal. He goes to the he's, rack. He's got a little, like, Westbrook in him. Dude, he's explosive. He's just like, get the fuck he out of He had a dunk way. the other night. I was like, Jesus, man. He's, like, there's there's been a couple of those so far. And then Dennis Smith put up a triple double last night. Yeah, I saw that. It's hard out here as a Knicks fan. <laughs> I mean, Frank, Frankie had a 9 on 11 the other night yeah. in San Antonio, but. Yeah, that's, that's cool. It ain't, these dudes ain't making it any easier. I'll tell you that much. It's funny. Um, should we do uh, a schedule breakdown? Yeah, if we, let's do it quickly. Because I know people said they missed it, right? Yeah, shout out to Six. He told me, yo, where the schedule breakdown at? <sighs> Are we back? All right, New Year's Day. Let's do this. We're going to break down this week's NBA schedule starting with Monday, January 1st. Get out your pen and your notepad, and we will tell you what you need to watch so you don't have to go and check your phone every day. We'll also tell you when you got to go and take your girl out or whatever else because <laughs> there ain't no games. All right, New Year's Day. You're going to be hungover. You're going to turn on the TV, open up your laptop, whatever. What game are you trying to watch? I think your best bet is most likely Lakers at the T-Wolves. 100%. At 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You also have a little Bucks raptors that night. Hold up. 
Why is there? Oh, okay, never mind. What? I was to say, why is there 300 tickets available for $25? But it's because it's in Minnesota. Damn right. I was about to say, we You're should fucking go to that. <laughs> $25 is what? In yeah, LA? Ain't nobody want to go outside of Minneapolis right now. No, totally. Yeah, Facts. okay. All right, um, Tuesday. Tuesday. <clears throat> oh, well, that's not good. Blazers at Cavs. Can't wait for the Hornets Kings. According to... Psych. This, you can get $6 tickets, Grizzlies at the Clippers. Yep. That's, that's impressive. That's I do not want to go to that game, though. Not even for $6. That is a, oh, Blake is back. They beat the Lakers last night. Yeah, no. Wow. Uh, um, yeah, Tuesday night. Not too much going on. Blazers, Cavs, your best bet, 4 yeah, p.m. Decent. Pacific. All right, Wednesday. Full slate. Ooh. Full slate. Knicks, Wizards. <clears throat> Yeah, not bad. You got two ESPN games. Cleveland and you Boston. You got Cavs oh, at yeah. the Celtics. Isn't, isn't Isaiah supposed to come back? If if the NBA gods are good, damn right. Let's get it. If the NBA gods are good, about Isaiah's to order some order some Wingstop and be on this this couch over here, bro. Enjoying myself. Need that game. That's fire. Need Isaiah back. After that, Thunder and Lakers. That's too. Heavy hitters. That's a lot. I of like inter- that. It's a lot of entertainment. Those are two ESPN games. So Wednesday night is the night for you to get your ass home. Oh, we can go. We can get a cheap ticket for the Lakers game. Only eighty three bucks. Eighty three dollars to watch the Russ. cheapest one. I know. We could sit at the top and look like mm-hmm. Russ. Look like a, the fastest ant. Yo, the Lakers. The fastest of ten ants. Laker tickets are always expensive. Shit's fucking crazy. It's crazy. If you want to catch Russell, just go to. Thunder Clippers. <sighs> About to just go to Oklahoma City and sneak into their practice or something. Yeah, you could do that too. Might be cheaper. Probably them going to the Lakers game. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a, that's a great night. Totally. I can't that's wait. That's a great night. All right, Thursday, you only have two games, but you got a good one, and it's mm-hmm. on TNT. Mm-hmm. Clear your fucking schedule. Wednesday and Thursday, mm-hmm. you're watching hoops. Tell mm-hmm. your girl to fall back. Hashtag <laughs> new year, new me. No okay. hoops. Warriors at the Rockets. Bri- Ooh. Hey, you have you want a spicy meatball. You want to <laughs> You want to see some three-pointers? Yeah. Hey, Turn kid. on the tube hey, at kid. 5. Hey kid, you want to watch some sh- <laughs> you want to watch some shooting? Hey kid, you want to watch two teams go out? Over or under 100 three-pointers taken total. Ooh. I'm going over. You're going over? 50 each. I'm, wow. I'm going to say... That's ni- like not even impossible. It's though. not impossible. I'm going to say like 91. All right. We'll see. Wow. Remember that. Remember that we had this discussion. 103. <laughs> that shit's Holy great. Shit. <laughs> Tell me Steph's going to be back for that game. Yeah. he. Uh, I want to see full power. I want to see... Because I no, feel like the Rockets are going to be like... The Warriors are coming to their home floor. They got to take it to them. I thought I saw something that's saying he's questionable for today, for yeah. tonight. Rockets are gonna try and take it to them. They should. I think, yeah. There, there's a lot. See, like if this was like the Spurs, like Pop would like pull some bullet bullshit shit, like Belichick or, or yeah. something, and be like, wrestle your guy, you know, right, Hawaii right, right, and all these guys would be out. Like, I expect the Warriors to come with it too. Totally. I do not want any of this. Oh, that's the showdown. That's one and two in the West. That's you know what I'm saying. Like, I want to see it. Oh um, yeah. And that's fire. So, that's Wednesday Thursday. and Thursday. Let's go. So, that's at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. 
get get to the get to the wing spot. Get you get it going. <laughs> Friday right. we got Timberwolves at the Celtics. Friday night, two more ESPN games: T Wolves at Celtics, Wizards at Grizzlies. Oh, need to flex that out. Yeah, I don't really care about that game. Nobody does. But I'm into the uh, Sixers Pistons. Fire and Drum- be Drummond. Yeah. Friday night, 4 p.m. That's going to be tight. Finest stream. It's on Reddit. NBA streams Reddit. It's on Reddit. The feds is watching. <laughs> Don't tell them I told you. <laughs> They're clean sleep to 30,000 people that are that are watching all at the same time. Yeah, the, the comments on the side. Uh, yeah, are you are you on those comments? No, but I I read them for sure, people and they're so funny. Fucking ridiculous! It's hilarious. It gets it like gets people a like weird though. like dude will make <laughs> someone will dunk it, and they'll be like, "Taj Gibson's the greatest power forward of all time." It's like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> it's like that's what you got of that. And he's right. They'll be Taj like, "Subscribe Gibson. to my YouTube channel if Lonzo Ball sucks." <laughs> and then it's like some dude that makes music. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. It's good. It's good. Yeah, I usually mute it. I can't handle it. It's just so funny. But yeah, that's a good one. Sixers Pistons. But I told you the Pistons is gonna fall off. And then Sunday. I told you that. Yeah, Pistons I know. Pistons is falling off. But I'm just worried about Drummond. Pistons are falling off. Pistons is falling off. I nah, are are totally. I hate when I make grammatical errors. Yeah, it's alright. I'm trying. Not, I'm trying. Stay know. in school, kids. Seriously, I did not. Um, <laughs> Okay, so Sunday you can uh, tell your girl to come back because there's nothing fucking happening. So <laughs> she fall she fell back. Now she's tell you know, tell Bay you got the weekend free. Yeah, well not Saturday. No, what do you got? No, Saturday's the the Celtics and the Pistons game. The, all those games. Sunday is out of here. What Saturday? What Saturday? Bro, we were just talking about no, Saturday. No, that was January. Oh, was 6th. that Friday? Yeah, bro. Oh shit! Come on, bro. Up to yeah. Your so shit. the weekend. Oh, yeah, these games aren't even. <sighs> Come on, Dylan. No, Saturday you have Sorry, Bucks pal. at Wizards. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's okay. But it's at five. It's it's worth it to say, hey, bag, I got the weekend off. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know? No, it's That good. game's not like yeah. Don't cancel make my any plans, plans worthy. Don't your girl on Wednesday and Thursday. Definitely not. Clear that out if you're an NBA fan. Because otherwise, you're up shit's creek. Unless your girl likes basketball. Yeah, then she's in for some good games. Then you have a cool life. Yeah, you're good to go. Um, Sunday, nothing. Sunday's trash. Sunday's trash. You're good. All right, that's good. That's your your uh, your schedule breakdown. Glad we got to do that because people, um, now they don't have to use Google. They can just listen to an hour long episode. That's what I'm saying. It's way easier. Well, no, you're in the car, <laughs> and now you're like, now you know. Yeah, no, totally. You, you know, because then you're no, out, it actually you're, helps you're out me too. Because Wednesday, and you're like, I don't, Yo, yeah, I gotta get home to the crib. Yeah, it's a game tonight. It helps me too, because like I don't ever look really ahead. I just look like what's going on that day. Mm-hmm. So I might plan like a session or something Wednesday night right now. Don't do that. But now I know not to. That. You know what I mean? It's for work. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, we're at a solid, almost forty-eight minutes. So. Uh, Buster of the week. I think it's time. Buster of the week. Hey, Buster. I mean, the girl's rolling. Buster of the week. It's time. Is Complex Magazine. Complex.com. You are the Buster of the fucking week. For a few reasons. Let's go. This it's whole shit. Ain't open up the windows because we're going <laughs> to air it out. So we were talking about this a little bit before 
and there was a time in our lives as consumers of all things culture. Sure. You know, music, whatever it is. Yep. We would go on complex.com to see what the fuck going on. It's true. Um, they I had all to. the best, like, perspectives on everything. All the fly shit was getting dropped on complex. Yep. Had the dopest everything. It's true. And, Rich, why don't you tell me why that's different in today's world? Because Complex is filled with busters. They're faking it, bro. All the way, all the way. It's a straight-up corporate conglomerate, and they don't give a fuck about your culture. They don't give a fuck about music, fashion, anything. They care about your clicks. Totally. They're completely exploiting talent. So I'm. They got a sports show. Listen, I'm on. Hold up. I'm getting. I'm about to go win. Right. They got a sports show with Mia Khalifa. And Gilbert Arenas. And two other dudes. I have no idea who the fuck they are. Fam. That show, I watched an episode of it like a week ago because, you know, I'm a big fan of Hot Ones, the First We Feast, which is a complex program. But I don't even consider that complex because that's YouTube. Right, right. But just like, you know, they help that put out, whatever. Maybe they even don't. Who knows? But that's a great. I was a big fan of Everyday Struggle mm-hmm. until this Joe Budden thing happened. Mm-hmm. I will not be tuned in anymore. We'll get into that in a second. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to check out Out of Bounds, which is a sports show. You know, just I just wanted to. All I, right, I okay. didn't. I didn't have expectations for it to be good. I got you. But since we do this podcast, and you know, no, we, I feel you. I consider myself I a, a knowledgeable sports I it out. Fight fan. I saw it, and I watched an episode. They were talking about like the most uh, underrated. NBA players or something, mm-hmm. and I didn't find one insightful sentence in 30 minutes of video. I, I and I was it. just, I, it's embarrassing. You know the emoji with the hand over my face? Mm-hmm. That was me for 30 minutes. I was like, Mia Khalifa, what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, look. She said Bradley Beal is underrated. Bradley Beal makes fucking like $23 million a year. I think Bradley Beal is properly rated. I'm not the fuck are Brad- you talking about? Yo, honestly, bro, uh, the first thing I said about Mia Khalifa was probably rude. So I'm going to probably ask to edit that. All right. Whether but I will rude. say this. Right. Just because half the league is in your DM does there not you mean you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. No. Okay? That's a little bit nicer. Over way me. Okay? It's over. And Gilbert <laughs> Arenas, the dude's a fucking nut job. Yeah, he's a bonehead. Yeah. <laughs> This guy brought a gun into an NBA locker room. For no reason. He literally was like one of the best point guards in the league and just yeah. just went off the deep end. Totally. Of course, he had some injuries too, but yo. It's just upsetting that like, all right. Now get in the button thing. If, I, if I'm complex though, yep. and I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a show on sports because mm-hmm. this is important. People care about this stuff. You know we're going to get a lot of views on this because the content is already there. We just have to give our perspective. Kind of sure. like how we do. Yeah. If you're complex, you can probably reach almost anyone at this point. Anybody. You can offer bag after bag to whoever. They'll come in and talk about it twice a week, three times a week. All right, Absolutely. cool. And they chose Gilbert Arenas and Mia, and Khalifa. Mia Khalifa. Totally. Horrible I mean, look decision. At, look at Hot Ones. No one knew who Sean Evans right. was. He's just talented. But he's fucking awesome. Yeah. Exactly. But they that's what I feel like. Anybody. That's where like they I feel just, like. Just, like Mia, like really? I feel like they. that's where they get. Lucky on shit though, because I don't like. I don't think they really have like a pulse on stuff. I think they just like 
rely on people to do things and they're just like, all right, if this works, we're taking credit for it. If it doesn't, you're fucking up. You know what I mean? So let's talk about this button thing. Yeah, so... So Button's been airing them out on his podcast. I've been listening... Yeah, So listen give me a little summary. Because so, I don't listen to Joe Button's podcast, but essentially, my homies on the group text been talking about it, too. Yeah, so essentially, Joe Button has a perspective of, like, pretty much what I just said. Like, mm-hmm. Complex was, like, relying on him. First of all, he created the idea for that show to basically be a first-take style on, like, hip-hop and, like urban culture type shit genius right super smart and then <coughs> he brought it to them they liked it and the dude fuck can't think of his name noah noah like takes complete noah credit for Callahan. it yeah um, he took credit for it and it was basically like he was like eping the show he created the show mm-hmm. joe Bun kind of let it slide whatever because he wanted to make the show happen mm-hmm. show ended up blowing up they're doing eight hundred thousand views a day really? on youtube Right? That many, huh? Not now. <laughs> it's fell off since Button left? Bro, literally like 60K, 80K. Woo! Joe Button is that show. And it was a great dynamic between him and academics. And Joe Button wanted a bag for it. Yeah. Because his contract was up for however long it was. He didn't say like the exact details of, you know, numbers and all that. But basically, Complex wasn't trying to give him a bag. And they were kind of trying to like make it seem like. There, like he's lucky to be at Complex mm-hmm. when it was really the other way around. Like Joe Budden is someone that can go anywhere and and add value because of like the way he, just like his perspective on stuff, and like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he just, you know, he's one of the coolest like media people. Even though he's like really he's a rapper, but so he's turned into yeah. a media guy, and he's like one of my favorite people. And now Noah Callahan Beaver or Bever, whatever it is, yeah, is. It's at Def Jam. The executive vice president at Def Jam. Yeah. And Joe and no, and Joe was talking about that, and he was like, sounds this crazy. guy doesn't know shit. That sounds crazy. Yeah. He went from running a website yeah. to running a record what label. What do you know about the music business? That's a different running thing. Running a website you know? to running a record label. It's a different thing. That's like, um, so that's like somebody baking bread and then deciding that they're going to make steak. Yeah, it's different. Like, it's just a different world. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, make a, a steak now. I'm a steak guy now. Like, but you <laughs> bake bread. Yeah. Just because you in a, just because kitchen, just because you can eat bread with steak about, doesn't mean that you can. Uh, yeah, you know? it wasn't the best analogy, but you get my. <laughs> so basically, I Joe Budden said, "Get the fuck out. I'm out." And then he signed a huge deal with Revolt. Now he has a show there. So Did it start? Huh? Did it start? Um, so he did like a year end wrap up with uh, Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was technically the first episode of his show, but is he that's doing what that a was. show with people or is it going to be some by I th- himself? I I don't know. I I don't think it's officially started yet. I think what he should do is bring over. But what is Revolt? Is that just going to be on YouTube? It's aired on Revolt, like on live TV. But yeah, it's it's mostly like an internet, like YouTube deal. Okay. It's the same thing as Everyday Struggle. Yeah, I've been hearing on Revolt Complex. for years, but I just. This just sounded like something that Diddy threw a lot of money into, and I just never really understood. Yeah. Well, it's like Revolt TV, Revolt TV. I was like, nobody watches TV, so what right. exactly is it? But yeah, no, it's a YouTube thing. Like it's yeah. same type of deal. I mean, that's how people are. That's how everyone's consuming yeah. it anyway. Like but, you know, but complex too. Like you go on their website, it's like they dropped the ball with losing Joe Budden. Though. They lost Budden. The sports show's trash. Yo. The ads are intrusive, ridiculous. Yeah, it's unreal. 
it's just it's just a bad job. Like I literally go out of my way not to look at it. Totally. And I used to like have my cup of coffee, go here, go there, go on complex. Now, like literally, it's the last site I want to visit. Mm-hmm. It's just a bad job. Yeah, it's clickbait. A lot of it. A lot of it. Yeah. It's just a bad job. You know, and it's gone through a lot of different phases because I remember when it originally became popular, um, it was very list oriented. Right. Top 10 this, top 10 this, that, blah, blah, right. blah, 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 blah. Right. I hated that shit. And they got out of that and they started making their own content. And that's what spurred, you know, I mean, First Week Feast is a great YouTube channel. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, So they do that. To me, that's really, you know. And this, this isn't even from like a quote-unquote tastemaker or like publication perspective. Like, I don't know how to fucking, I don't know how to be complex. I'm looking no. at, you know what I mean? I'm looking at it from like a consumer. It's owned by Verizon. It's just yeah, corporate, exactly. bro. But I'm looking at it from no like talent. from like consumer standpoint. As a fan yeah. of the stuff that you're putting out, it sucks now. But you know what it and is, man? It's like, it sucks. It's like it's upsetting. Good, good for Joe Budden because at the end of the 100%. day, com- Complex is so whack because they, they don't value their talent because – the industry is just filled with so many thirst bucket McGee's yeah, that every they'll just hire some other Joe Schmo mm-hmm. who will do it for next to nothing and mm-hmm. just be a company man. And they got a few of those over there. And yep. it's ridiculous because at the end of the day, they're making money hand over fist. Yep. With all, they bought all these websites. They control like this whole corner of an in- internet. And they have a, a massive YouTube presence as well. And then it's like they're not treating the talent you know, with respect, I don't know if Button what he was offering, but it'll be interesting to see because if you're talented enough, you know, know Supp- your worth. Supposedly, he got five million at Revolt. That's crazy. So, if th- if it's anywhere near that, Shout I'm out sure to that's Joe a Budden huge step up from what Complex was doing. Secure and the bag. He can still do exactly whatever the fuck he wants. I don't know how the fuck you, know you make mean? five million dollars off of Joe Button doing YouTube shows. But I don't know. It's but 2018, so... Joe Budden is very powerful in that space. I know that. Because yeah, if, if there's anything that that Joe Budden's on, I want to hear and watch it. So there you go. And there's a lot of people like that. Yeah. And I think Joe Budden is super entertaining. And whenever I watched him on Everyday Struggle, as somebody who's had one hit record in their career and then made a career afterwards yeah. just finding a niche... Yeah, I found his perspective relatable, and most of the time, pretty much on point. Yeah, he's and the man. Although it's it's easy to like agree with him, and then all of a sudden you're categorized as an old head, which is like the whole dynamic they had on that show, where it was like academics. Yeah, that was totally on purpose. But academics is such a goofball to me. Yeah, you know. I mean, he's just a dude that had was like talking shit about people in, in his room and then like a bunch of people liked it because it was funny. But, That's really what it but is. But he doesn't know anything, you know? Yeah. I think he's starting to learn shit now from being around, but it's like it's when that, really when that show started, it's yeah. like he was just a random fucking dude. He and really Joe was. Budden has been in the music industry for 15 years, probably longer. Yep. He knows he knows his shit, you know? For sure. So I'm looking at the numbers right now. Like mm-hmm. all these complex or uh, everyday struggle episodes. Yep. 400,000, 600,000, 800,000, 350,000. So With the, Button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The one from yesterday has 38K. The one from three days ago has 60K. Wow. It's like, 
people really are really off it. Like really take a blow. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good. And there you have it. <sighs> That's Joe Budden knowing his worth. Hundred percent. Twenty eighteen, know your worth. Maybe you'll get five million dollars from Revolt. Hey, probably not, but. <laughs> I'm saying the only way you're gonna know, the only way you'll ever get five million from any of these companies is to know your worth. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're slaving over. Yeah, because Joe Budden could have just easily took whatever shitty deal they were gonna give them, just because the show's working, and he's like, okay, exactly, well, okay, and no one would know. There wouldn't even be news. Totally. But Joe Budden would just be getting the, you know, and just be like, all right, cool. Yeah, for sure. But now he's like, yo, fuck that. I believe in what I'm doing. That's not right. We're not doing this. Bam, $5 million. Good luck to Joe Budden. I'll check out his new show when it comes out. Yeah, just time. But yeah, Complex is over for you, bro. <laughs> it's not because they're so massive. It's not over, and but I, really like, I don't care. I like their YouTube content on First We Feast. I do. Yeah, I, I, I definitely like that. I just think that a lot of their stuff is just corny. I just think they could do better. Yeah. And whoever's over there now, they lost the star. So we'll see. Yep. All right. Um, Did you? What are we at for time? One hour. Did you still want to talk about the music shit or? Well, you know, listen, the end of the year is here. Um, shout out to 2017. Decent year musically. A lot of music came out more than that's, ever. That's for sure. It was kind of ridiculous. It's overwhelming, really. Uh, you know, I mean, do you have any, uh, some of your, your favorites of the year musically? Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up my, my Spotify, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do the same. Like, for me, I really liked. Uh, Basically, my favorite albums this year yep. was probably the Daniel Caesar yeah, album. Yeah, that was a good one. I just had that on like constant. That was a good constant uh, repeat because, I mean, that's the type of music that really. That's like kind of what I grew up on in terms of like how it makes me feel. Like it's just like really hits me in the soul. Yeah, I like that. And uh, I was just always playing that. Um, I think yeah. this year more than ever, I wasn't listening to a ton of music like especially new stuff because i was just like trying to make as much music as i can mm-hmm. i like to give m- that part of my brain a yeah a break and not try to like not to get too like too influenced by something and then not even knowingly just like copy it or you know what i mean so no, I, for I, sure i, I kind of been off it honestly like i i stay in in <laughs> tuned with it but i'm not like riding around listening to a whole bunch of different stuff i really like the ty dollar album beach house three yeah, it was I pretty was listening cool. to that a lot. Um, you see, that I feel like 2017 was like not a lot of albums to yeah, listen to. Totally, it was more like songs, right? Yeah, my favorite album, I think, realistically, probably a bit off the beaten path, but was the FKJ album, French Kiwi Juice. Mm. Um, he's like a French producer, multi instrumentalist. Um, it was self titled album. I think that was the album I, p- I probably bumped most. Um, I also really like the Smino Brown album, the Smino album Black Swan. Oh yeah, yeah, that was one of my favorite albums. Also, I'm looking at my list now. Um, I listen to Quinn a lot. Quinn ninety two. Yeah, he's dope. That's the homie. Mm-hmm. I listen to his his new tape a lot. Um, what else I got? Oh, dude, that dude Maurice Morris is a fucking animal. Yeah, he's dope. Did you hear his tape? No. <laughs> It's fire. So fire, man. I got a pee. That was only a few weeks ago, but I yeah, was, I didn't did, I've been I've been listening to that. He's really good. Yeah, I love that one song. He's, a, he's like around my age from uh he's from Ottawa, I think. Dope That's R- crazy. Dope R and B shit. Um yeah, I mean I listened to a lot of old ass John Mayer this year. 
and old Bruno Mars. So <laughs> that's, that's like pretty much what's in my thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, it's just like interesting time for music because like you said, there's not a lot of albums. It's a whole lot of singles. Even me, like I put out fucking like 40 singles or something this year. Is that so how much you put out? Something like that. Crazy. So it's like, that's just kind of. 40 singles. Shout I, don't, outs, I don't know how many. Shout outs to the young man, Dylan Reese. It's something like that. Work ethic. Prolific. It's tatted on me. Prolific. <laughs> Try it, man. It's tatted on me, but the microphone. <laughs> so therefore, you got to do it. <laughs> that was a classic moment. And by the way, uh, if you missed it last week, you can go back and listen, listen to it. Yeah. We did a podcast <laughs> where we bumped NBA rapper, excuse me, NBA players rapping. And... Uh, Listen to the songs on the podcast. There's some gems on there. Yo. We definitely got to do that again. Like That Steve Francis video, though. How about it? Dude, my favorite shot is like the, the fisheye type joint where he's just like on the little plane. And he's just like, yo, what up? <laughs> he's like. That was that. Steve told me. I showed it to Steve. Yeah. He was like, yo, that's the Burbank Airport. That's where he works. It's right, right on the street. Amazing. And he was like, bro, this shit is just. That is lovely. He's I like, they that. probably gave him like a hundred dollars and went in there because they don't care. It was like, I was like, we can go in there right now and shoot. I was really? like, let's do it. <laughs> but do you have a plane? Well, no, but I'm saying like they just they don't care. Like we're gonna need a plane. I'll Definitely buy, was I'll, feeling that Daniel Caesar. Album I'll buy too, a plane though. for the shoot. I really Daniel Caesar album was good. You were right yeah. on that, and then. Um, you know, Uzi Vert had some big songs. I fucking yeah. There's a few of that. I was yeah, dude. I that that fucking um. What else? Going through my list too. Neon Guts is so gas. Neon Guts and was my shit. Yeah, there's a lot of good music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there'll be a lot more. 2018. Yeah, if I had to guess. Like the like the uh, Electric Guest album too. L.A. Band. I don't know that. They're dope. I'm going to check it out. Yeah, you should. They they have a single called Oh Devil that did really well. Um, that was a good album. It's called uh, Plural. Peep that. That's a dope album name. Plural. That's fire. Yeah, I don't know why, guess. but that's... They're dope. Um, yeah. All right, cool. So, um, do you have a jam of the week? Um, MTV jam of the week. Nah, but I'll... I'll get something on the Instagram. I'll cut it up. I know we're gonna we, have to get. Yeah. We've been kind of slacking on the jam of the week, but we are. You we'll, know, uh, listen, we gotta do. We do a lot. Yeah. We're doing pods. We're making content. We make the own. We make our own uh, videos. If everything. anybody's listening, wants to help, help us cut up some <laughs> audio and I'll video. Make, I'll make my life easier. Please, for the sake of our time, help. <laughs> we need help with the show. Yeah. Well, listen, we're ten episodes in. And uh, goals for the new year, uh, guests. Totally. You have any? We've been we've been talking about it. Uh, we had some like technical issues. Yep. And a whole bunch of shit. Got that figured out. But we we got a bunch of new equipment. Yep. Um, and we're ready to rock. So. Yeah, if any guests, you could think of any guests, especially in the LA area. And don't tweet me, hey, get Russell Westbrook, sure. man. Yo, can you get Lonzo Ball on the we show? We don't know them. It's like, no, I can't get Lonzo Ball on the show. Next, <laughs> fall the fuck back. No. We should get LeBron. Maybe though. we can get, oh, that would be fire. Can't, but that'd be dope. It would be dope. All right, cool. Well, I think we did good. We always do good, man. We're a good team. That's Yay, teamwork. That's why we do this. All right, well, listen, everybody, have a happy new year. 
2018, know your worth. Stick to your resolutions. You got a resolution? And, uh, a real life resolution? Fuck no. I work my ass off. I'm going to keep doing that. Okay. <laughs> I got but resolutions. What's that? I don't really. No, I do. I, I want to I wanna, um, focus on my health. Okay. I want to eat healthier and drink less. That's good. Yeah. That's very uh, noble of you. Yeah. That's well, probably not the right word, but it's just. You know, just trying to live a little healthier. I definitely eat like shit. Totally. It's easy to. So. Especially here. Just try and get, eat a little cleaner and, you know, maybe skip out on some of the midday, midweek beers. So, wish me luck, fam and jams. I wish you luck. All right. Well, with that being <laughs> said, thank you for listening. Well, this is Baseline Jam. We're signing off. Thank you, guys. See you next week, guys. Peace.